Blog Talk Radio. We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being with you. Amen, amen. I want to welcome each and every person to MBKI's prophetic training on MBKI's podcast network. Amen. Prophetic training. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Everybody, I'm going to give everybody an opportunity to get on. We got people coming on. Amen. I'm seeing people calling. Matter of fact, I see a spiritual son here from uh, over in Africa. Amen. So God bless you. God bless you. Invite a friend. Give him the number 505 nine eight three nine give them that number have them come on in come on in come on in we're going to have a good time on tonight we're going to be talking about the word of knowledge the word of knowledge yesterday we talked about or not yesterday excuse me but last week we talked about the the uh waters uh many voices uh the different ways that god speaks um today we're going to be going over the word of knowledge. So we just bless God. Hallelujah for what he's about to do. Glory be to God. We're going to go ahead and get some music going here real quick to let everybody get on. We still have some people coming on. Hallelujah. So glory be to God. God just wants us to surrender to him. He wants us to surrender to him, to give ourselves away. Amen. Give ourselves unto him. Y'all just close your eyes and let go of the day and just let God take you to that place. Amen. I give myself away so Somebody say it with everything in you. I give myself away. I give myself away. Generation of surrender singing. I give myself away. That is position for God to do something incredible through this generation. I give myself away. A generation completely unafraid to lift up their voice and say, I give myself away. God, we're not afraid. We have no fear. We sing it. I give myself away. Say it for the generations of the earth who are longing and looking for you. Come on, say it. I give myself away. You're saying, God, here I am. I withhold nothing. I give you my everything. I give myself. I love not my life even unto death. I say, I give myself You might not even know what that completely means, but God's looking for a generation. I give myself Who will say it unashamed. 
Come on, lift up your voices one more time and say it. I give.
Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're worthy, Father. You're worthy, Father. Lord God, we come before you today, Father God, just giving thanks. Thanking you, Father God, for another day, another opportunity, Father God, to get it right. Hallelujah. Your mercies are new every morning, Father God, so we thank you. Glory be to God. If there's anything that we have done in this day that goes against your word or your purpose, Father, forgive us. Lord God, allow the blood of Jesus Christ to wash over us, cleanse us, sanctify us, renew us, revitalize us. Lord God, take the shame and the guilt, hallelujah, from those things that we may have done that went against you, Father God. Understanding that your love, Father God, hallelujah, will never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us. For your word, Father God is true and your word is mighty and it's powerful, Lord. So we just ask, Father God, hallelujah, that your spirit may come. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, in this place. I need each and every person to worship with me. Hallelujah. This is not about me. It's it's not about flesh. It's all about spirit. So we must praise and worship so that the spirit of the Lord can enter in to this atmosphere and to begin to Teach us, hallelujah, from kingdom, from the kingdom, hallelujah. Glory be to God what it is we need, hallelujah, to continue forth in our journey, our walk. Hallelujah, Father, we magnify your name. This message, Father God, upon the word of knowledge, Lord God, allow your spirit to use this vessel in a way like never before. Let no flesh enter, Father God, but all spirit. Hallelujah, spewed out onto your people, Lord God, that they may walk, Father God, by faith and not by sight in you, that the word will not, hallelujah, fall on on the ground, but in fertile soil, that we won't just be hearers, but doers of the word, Father God, hallelujah, not by might, not by power, but by your spirit, O God, let it be done and let it be so. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, we pray, amen. And amen. Glory be to God. I want to welcome each and every person once again. Hallelujah. I welcome you, Holy Spirit, uh, first and foremost. Hallelujah. For hallelujah. Uh, I thank God. Hallelujah. He is the head of my life, Father God. Hallelujah. And uh, if he didn't do what he did for me, I don't know where I would be. I thank God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God that I'm not chasing. Hallelujah. A little white stone no more. My God, my God. I thank God for my wife, hallelujah. I thank God, hallelujah, for all of our sons and daughters, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Your prayers mean so much to us, and we thank you. Glory be to God, hallelujah. We thank God, hallelujah, for you, wherever you may be, and in the position that God has placed you in, uh, apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, preachers, overseers, deacons, mothers, hallelujah, ushers, hallelujah, Uh, musicians, whatever it is, hallelujah, wherever it is, we honor you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You want to get in contact with Nicole? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. All right. Glory be to God. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know who this is for, but I'm hearing this in the spirit. Everything is going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. Glory be to God. Everything is going to be all right. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is saying, don't worry. The Bible says in Matthew 6 and 33, hallelujah, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you. So whatever it is you're dealing with, whatever it is you're going through, Hallelujah. Don't look to man. Hallelujah. Don't look to uh, uh, those things that you use for ease and comfort because they're not going to do it. The Bible says we must seek ye first the kingdom of God. The Bible says to look to the hills to where your help comes from. So get your get your eyes off the ground and put, get your chin out your chest. Hallelujah. And seek ye first the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to be talking tonight in lesson three about the word of knowledge, the word of knowledge. 
Hallelujah. If you can turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we're going to be reading verse 7 and 8. This is going to be our key scripture. Hallelujah. We're also going to look at uh, chapter 14 and verse 1 in the same book, 1 Corinthians. So, hallelujah. Oh, and as I always say, if you haven't gotten your notepad and your pen, please, I'm going to give you a little bit. I'm going to give you a couple minutes. Go get your notepad. Go get your pen. Uh, I'm not even going to ask if you have your Bible because I know, I just know all y'all have your Bible. Amen. And uh, we're going to get back. Hallelujah. Because it makes no sense to be on the teaching line and not take notes. Hallelujah. Do you understand the Bible says, hallelujah, to study the word to show thyself approved. It doesn't say listen to the apostle, listen to the pastor and go on about your business. No, because we are uh, fallible. Hallelujah. So you want to make sure that what you're getting is straight from the word of God. So the spirit of God, as you go over your notes, is able to take you deeper and to confirm the things in which you have heard from the man of God. So when you go to church, make sure you take your notepad. Whenever anybody is teaching you something pertaining to the word of God, you make sure you write that down so you can go back, you and the Holy Spirit and your Bible, and go over that to make sure that it is the word of God and not the word of man. Amen. The Bible says the truth will set you free. You want to know why a bunch of people are still bound up? Because they believe in a lie. They ain't heard the truth. Amen. Glory be to God. So let's get it. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 and 8. It reads, to each one is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good to one is given through the spirit, the word of wisdom and to another, the word of knowledge, according to the same spirit, according to the same spirit. Now let's go on to over to uh, chapter 14 and verse one, chapter 14 and verse one, in the book of first Corinthians. The Bible tells us to pursue love earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. Okay. So what we're going to be looking at is we're going to be looking at the differences between the word of knowledge and prophecy, because many times you assume that you're getting a prophecy when it's really a word of knowledge. Or you may assume that it's a word of knowledge that you're getting and it's prophecy. So we want to we need to understand what is the difference because it makes all the difference in what it is that's being stated to you. Now, the definition of the word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation of fact about a person or situation, which is not learned through the efforts of the natural mind, but is a fragment of knowledge freely given by God. A fragment of knowledge freely given by God. Disclosing the truth, spirit wishes to be made known concerning a particular person or situation. What am I saying? I'm saying that you're uh, 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 an individual is getting information of the past that that individual has gone through. Okay. So I don't know you, you don't know me, but I'm sharing with you something that took place in your past. Amen. So how can I get that? If I don't know, you never seen you before. How can I get that information? Well, it can only come through the spirit of God because I don't know you, but it's, to do with your past. Amen? See, a word of knowledge is a definite conviction or impression or divine knowing, a supernatural insight, understanding of circumstances or situations or problems, a, a knowing of what to do, or a divine piece of information about the past that is going on in your life, or even the present, right, here and now, amen, but that we're talking about a word of knowledge. Now what we're going to do is we're going to look at the word of knowledge versus the gift of prophecy, 
the word of knowledge versus the gift of prophecy. Amen. See, people often confuse the word of knowledge with the gift of prophecy. See, the word of knowledge describes something that took place in the past or a current circumstance or a fact about someone's life. Sometimes we, we, we prophesy someone can mistakenly think that the prophecy wasn't accurate because it was not something that is currently happening or uh, has ever happened in that person's life. So when we're dealing with pure prophecy, we're talking about the future. When we're talking about pure prophecy, we're talking about the future. Okay? So if the prophetic word lacks an element of something that has already taken place, this simply means that the word of knowledge was not part of the delivery. Okay? So the word of knowledge is simply knowing a fact revealed by the Holy Spirit of which we had no prior knowledge. We had no prior knowledge, okay? So often a prophetic word can include both the word of knowledge, supernatural revelation of the past or current circumstance, and a word of prophecy, supernatural revelation of a future event. They can go hand in hand. A prophet can give you prophet, a, a prophecy of the future, but he, it, it can be entangled with the word of knowledge of the past, both together. Amen? See, the word of knowledge can bring credibility to the word of prophecy. Okay? Here, let, let me give you an example. Jesus spoke to the woman at the well. Okay? I have listed uh, the word of knowledge uh, 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 here, let, let, let's do this. Let's do this. Go to John. So we're going to go to uh, chapter four. Now, this is this is a lot of reading, so I'm going to try to read through it real quick. But we're going to be reading from 15 down to 26. You may want to write that down. John chapter four, verse 15 to 26. Okay. So I'm going to read through it real quick here, uh, for the sake of time. Hallelujah says this, the woman said to him, sir, give me this water so I will not be thirsty nor come all the way here to draw. And he said to her, go, call your husband and call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have correctly said, I have no husband for you have had five husbands. And the one whom you now have is not your husband. This you have said truly. That's the word of knowledge, the past. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshiped in the mountains. And you people say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, an hour is coming. Now listen, this is prophecy. Is coming. The future, okay? Uh, neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. Your worship, what you do not know, we worship what we know. For salvation is for the Jews. But an hour is coming. Again, coming, future. And now is present. Now is present. Word of knowledge. When the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such people, the Father seeks to be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So the woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming. He who is called Christ. When that one comes, he will declare all things to us. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. I who speak to you am he. After the woman left Jesus, she went into the city and told everyone, come 
see a man who told me all things that I have done. Amen. See, this statement was not true as Jesus did not tell her everything she had done. The impact of the word of knowledge was just that powerful. It was just that powerful. And then she, he was able to tell her about the future. And then he was able to mix the future with the present to the point to where she ran back and began to evangelize the whole city. And they all came up to the well and met the Holy One. I'm going to give you some scriptures pertaining to the word of knowledge in the Bible. Jesus operated in the word of knowledge. You can find that in Luke chapter 19, verse 30 and 31. You can find that in Matthew chapter 17, in verse 27. You can also find that in John chapter 1, verse 47 through 50. Amen. As you're studying, go through those scriptures. They're speaking of Jesus operating in the word of knowledge. Now, in the book of Acts, the early church also operated in the word of knowledge. And you can find this out in Acts chapter 5, verse 1 through 5. You can also find it in Acts chapter 9. Verse 11 through 12, as well as Acts chapter 10, verse 4 through 6, and Acts chapter 22, verse 17 through 21. Now, did you know that you're able to identify hindrances to healing? By the word of knowledge. See, the word of knowledge is a very effective tool for healing. Often Jesus prayed for the root cause of sickness by the word of knowledge, resulting in total healing and deliverance for the person he was praying for. Total healing. You see, what happens a lot of times is individuals may receive healing, but it's not total. And if it's not total, it's like a it's like a candy line. It's going to come back. Amen. Glory be to God. But then at the same time, I do want to throw this out there. Individuals, the enemy is going to bring back that pain, bring back that ache. Amen. And if you let go of your faith, your belief in the healing and grab on to the doubt and unbelief, from the spirit of a Satan, then you're, you're, you're coming into agreement with him and leaving the agreement with the healing with the Lord. So it's very important when uh, 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 someone is doing a de- deliverance over you that you keep uh, your faith. Uh, and as you go about your day, you keep your faith. And as the pain comes, you keep your faith and thank God for healing, even as the pain and the ache is throbbing. You continue to hold on to your faith in God's healing power. Amen. Glory be to God. So, unbelief. Let's look at Mark chapter 9, verse 17 through 29. Mark chapter 9, verse 17 through 29. We're going to be looking at some hindrances to healing by the word of knowledge. One is unbelief says here in Matthew, or excuse me, Mark chapter 9, verse 17, hallelujah, uh, and it goes through 29, a teacher, I, teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute, and whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and girds his teeth and becomes rigid. 
So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. Verse 23, all things are possible for one who believes. Immediately the father of that child cried out and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Amen. You see, he didn't believe that it could take place. You see, sometimes we say, oh, that's, he's a false prophet. He ain't got no healing in him. He's not anointed to heal. But the real problem is you just don't believe that he can do it. Amen. Unbelief. Second is demons. Second is demons. If we look at verse 25, that death, he says, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, you mute and deaf spirit, I command you come out of him and never enter him again. Amen. Demons. Blind, being blinded, Matthew 12 and 22. Matthew 12 and 22. It reads, Then a demon oppressed man who was blind and mute was brought to him. These are hindrances to healing by the word of knowledge. Amen. And infirmities. And we can go to Luke chapter 13 and verse 11. And there it reads, and there was a woman who had a disabled spirit for 18 years, for 18 years. Do you know that depression can prevent you from receiving your healing? Isaiah 61 and 3 talks about that. In Isaiah 61 and 3, it reads, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, depression. Amen. And we all know that sin, that open door for the enemy to come in can hinder our deliverance. Luke chapter 5, verse 17 26, it reads, but finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the mist before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said, man, your sins are forgiven you. I say to you, rise, pick up your bed and go home. Rise, pick up your bed, and go home. See, unforgiveness also can be a hindrance as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need to activate the person's faith so that they can grab a hold of the healing that they need. Amen. We can look at Luke chapter 6 and verse 10. Speaks about this here, the activating of a person's faith. It says, on another Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and was teaching. And the man was there whose right hand was withered. Verse 10. And after looking around at them all, he said to him, stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. Amen. So it's like it's like uh, getting a man to bend with bad knees. You see, when you say go ahead and bend, by faith he should just go ahead and do it. It's the faith, it's the action. You see, but what happens a lot of times people are like, well, no, no, I can't do that because you know when I bend it hurts. Well, that's not faith. That's not faith, you see. So whenever you are uh, are doing a deliverance or healing somebody from an ache or pain, ask, ask them to do what they couldn't do with that ache or pain. 
And by faith, they need to just do it without no doubt in their mind. See, it's the faith that's going to release the healing. Amen? Not the person. It's the faith and the anointing of God, not the man of God, but the spirit of God in that man. And the faith connected is going to bring the result. Compassion. We must learn to have compassion in many different areas. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 14 and 14 speaks upon this. It says, when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had what? Compassion on them and healed their sick. Amen. It's like healing of a sick baby in the slums. You don't need faith or faith sermon when the people see and demonstration of the gospel. They just come. Compassion. You know, when you when you see that there is a need, going and meeting that need because of the compassion you have for the individual. But many times what we do is just keep on walking because we don't have time. That ain't my problem. Things of this nature. That's not God. That's not God. And that's not having compassion. Amen. These things can hinder the healing based upon us not having compassion. And God's love. God's love. Galatians chapter 5 and 6. It reads, For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. Faith working through love. Do you know sometimes just walking up and giving a person a hug, just a hug, I like to call it a healing hug. You just hug them and just just thank God for them and, and the healing he's doing as you were just just hugging them. Amen. God's love. Now, here's some ways that you can receive words of knowledge. There's, there's many different ways that you can receive a word of knowledge. You can feel it, you can see it, and you can read it. Okay? I'm going to say that again. You can receive the word of knowledge by feeling it, seeing it, or Reading it. Amen. You can also think it, say it, hear it, and dream it. Seven ways. I'm going to repeat those again. You can feel it, see it, read it, think it, say it, hear it, and dream it. Okay? So how do we feel? A sympathetic pain or in some part of your body. You know, you get, get a little ache in the side and say, somebody dealing with a, a side ache? Oh, yeah, that's me. Or a throbbing sensation or a strong emotion such as fear or panic. Feeling it. Or you can see it. By a mental picture, such as a, a, a body part or perhaps a, a heart or, or a foot, you know, uh, or, or, or a picture of a person with a condition such as a limp or maybe a crutch or a wheelchair or, or eyeglasses or, you know, these are ways that we see, you know, it's like, okay, I see eyeglasses, somebody dealing with some eye issues, you know, things like this are an unusual item such as a paintbrush or a bicycle, seeing certain things that are basically uh, prophetic and giving you an unction of what it may be that is this individual or an individual is dealing with. Reading it, a person with a, a word written across their body or above uh, their head may look like a, a newspaper headline or a banner or a sign. You know those little cartoon deals that have the little little cloud thing and it has words written in it, you know, our billboard, you know, sometimes you can see a billboard going across somebody's head, you know, these type of things. Uh, God uses 
these things. The Bible says God's ways are not our ways and his thoughts aren't our thoughts. So when we think maybe we we woke up on the wrong side of bread or or maybe we're having a a, 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 a lapse or something, you know, uh, from from drugs from years ago, no, that it, what you're seeing is what you're seeing. Amen. Hallelujah. Say it. Say it. Oh, I'm sorry. I, uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I skipped one. Think it. I'm sorry. Think it. Amen. You may have a mental impression of a condition that may come to mind. Amen. It, 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 it'll impress upon your mind. Amen. Hallelujah. Now say it. Say it. While talking or praying, the Holy Spirit starts speaking and you hear it for the first time. I'm going to repeat that. While talking or praying, the Holy Spirit starts speaking and you hear it for the first time. Have you ever been talking to someone about something and all of a sudden you start hearing somebody having a conversation with you, but it ain't the person that you're talking to? Well, that's the Holy Spirit that's talking to you. And what you would normally do or say, okay, well, hey, here, let me explain it like this. Or, you know, this, yeah, see, so uh, there's many different ways. There's many different ways. Now, dream it. Dream it. Last but not least, dream it. You may have a vivid dream of a person. See, God can speak to you at night while you are asleep so you can act upon it when you wake up. Or to prevent you from doing something maybe that you have in your heart to do because it's going to cause havoc or uh, uh, an assignment that the enemy is bringing your way or it's just not made for you. Amen? Dream it. Now, here's a preparation to awaken the gift of knowledge in you because you have the ability, being a prophetic vessel of God, to receive the word of knowledge, to be able to share with others to where they'll be willing to listen. You know, a lot of times when I am speaking to someone for the first time or they want me to pray with them and this, that, and the third, the spirit of the Lord will give me a word of knowledge pertaining to them. And the reason being is because a lot of times people don't believe, even though they say they believe, even though they may come to you and ask you to pray for this, that, and the third, but they just don't believe that you have the ability or the anointing upon your life. But one way that they can see the anointing upon you is by a word of knowledge, by sharing something with them that they know that you don't know. Amen? And when they receive that, they become more open and their belief and their trust in what's about to take place is risen. Their faith grows in what's about to take place. Amen. So they go for a place of not expecting to expecting to receive what it is that you are about to do through the spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So preparation to awake the gift of the word of knowledge. Number one is believe. Believe. In Mark chapter 9 and uh, verse 23, it says, all things are possible to him that what? Believes. Believes. Mark chapter 16 and verse 17, it reads, and these signs will accompany those that what? Believe in my name. They will do what? Cast out demons. Believe. Amen? Believe what you're saying. Believe what you are telling that individual, that by his stripes you are healed. Believe, and you shall receive. Amen? Glory be to God. Earnestly desire is number two. Preparation to awakening the gift of the word of knowledge. Earnestly desire it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and 1, it reads, pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may 
prophesy. Earnestly desire the gift. Amen? Have a clean heart. Have a clean heart. You see, you got to realize this. You can't have a perverted mind and expect God to put some clean stuff in it. You got to have a clean heart to receive clean or pure words of God or pure revelation uh, to deliver. Psalm 66 and 18 reads this. If I had cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. If I cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would have not listened. That's deep. Amen. You need a sanctified imagination. Now, this goes along with what I was just talking about. See, in Ephesians, uh, in Ephesians 1 and verse uh, 18, it says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, a sanctified imagination. Are you sitting up here thinking about, you know, uh, a bunch of dirty stuff? I'm just going to put it like that. Is your mind full of pollution? Your mind full of sexual, uh, uh, just a bunch of junk? See, that's not a sanctified imagination. You need to you need to get your mind sanctified. Think about what you think about. What do you think about? You know, men, are you thinking about women walking around big butts and big boobs? And women, are you thinking about muscle-bound men that 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 that, that, that hang pretty long? I mean, what 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 you know? That's not a sanctified mind. Amen. Sanctify your mind so that you can get some things in there that's going to do you good. Hallelujah. Amen. Practice. Practice. 1 Corinthians 14 and 31 lets us know, for you may all prophesy one by one. I'm going to repeat that. For you may all prophesy. This is the Bible now. For you may all prophesy. I'm going to say it again. So for you may all prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be encouraged. So what's the problem? There's no practice. Practice makes perfect. When people say, you know, well, you know, that's a false prophet and this and that and the third. Now, we're not talking about office of a prophet. We're talking about prophesying, okay? So just because a person does not hit the bullseye does not mean that they don't know what they're doing. They're learning. So never put down an individual. Just walk away and say amen. Walk away and just say amen. Because that individual may be maturing in that gift. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And no fear. No fear. No fear. First Timothy chapter one, verse six and seven tells us, For this reason I remind you to fan into flames the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. For God gives us a spirit not to fear but of power, love, and of a sound mind are, in some versions, self-control. Amen. No fear. No fear. No fear. Glory be to God. We're almost done here, guys. I've got just two more things to go over with you. One, uh, this one is how do you deliver a word of knowledge? How do you deliver the word of knowledge? So we're going to we're going to review some practical ways of operating in the word of knowledge effectively, okay? It's important to keep in mind that we are not perfect. As I was just saying, there are there are times where we're going to we're going to we're going to shoot we're going to miss the whole board. That's okay. Okay? That's okay. You see, therefore we do not want to bring damage uh to people's lives, so we don't want to you know, come down on them. Like I was saying, we, we just want to walk away and just say, amen. Amen. Glory be to God. So here we go. So, um, model humility, model humility. We ourselves are humans and, uh, uh, may miss it. Okay. So even if the, if you feel that they're a hundred percent, uh, sure of your word, always be gentle and humble, always be gentle and humble. Amen. 
Amen. It is okay to be tentative in speaking out a word. Do not be afraid to admit that you are nervous. Don't be, don't, you know, don't, 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 don't be afraid. Be real. Amen. Speak the word of knowledge in a strong manner. Uh, speaking the word of knowledge in a, a strong manner does not make it more anointed. So don't feel you got to, you know, just, 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 just be you. Just be you and deliver the word of God. Amen. Number three, don't let your fear rob the person of their blessing. Now, this is huge. See, what we do at times is we allow the fear to prevent us from delivering what God wants us to deliver. You never know. That person could be thinking about committing suicide, but God has given you a word for them that will, that will boost their, their, their self-esteem within themselves. It will take the heaviness away from them, but we hold on, and the next thing you know, we find out they done jumped off a bridge. And guess what? The blood will be on your hands because you didn't deliver the word that God had given. Amen. Avoid speaking negative words or words that may bring fear upon a person. Don't do that. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And the word of knowledge, we're handling, we, we need to handle it properly. We need to handle it properly. But when uh, handled improperly, it can bring condemnation and can put a curse upon people. See, there's power in the tongue. We have to be very mindful of what we say and how we say what we say. Amen. Speak in a natural tone. Avoid hyping. Avoid that that uh, 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 trying to hoop and all that other crazy crap. Just 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 be you. Just be you. Amen. Ask the Lord for the right timing to deliver the word of knowledge that you have. Okay. Very important. Psalms 104 and 27 says, they all wait for you and give them their food in due season. God has a due season or a right timing when the people's hearts has been properly prepared to receive what it is that you receive. So don't just, you know, I got a word, so I got to drop it. No, you know, if you, if you feel like there's a tug of not doing it, then don't do it because maybe God is preparing them for what it is that you're about to give them. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. The next one is do not add your own interpretation or opinion. This is huge, you guys. See, because what can happen at times is we can begin, we can turn a prophecy into witchcraft because we begin to add what we want to get the person to do what we want them to do. Amen. See, there's a difference between further revelation from the Lord and our own interpretation. See, the word you give may make no sense to you. So avoid the temptation to modify the word so that the word brings understanding to you because the word's not for you. So it ain't going to make sense to you. It should make sense to the person that you're delivering it to. Number nine is resist the thought that the word you have is not important or it is just you. We got to get out of self and we got to get out of fear because that's what breeds this thing here. Resisting delivering what God has given because we feel like it's not important. Well, what's important to you or what's not important to you may be very important to the individual that God wants you to speak to. So if God say do it, just be obedient and do it. Last but not least, remember, breath mints are anointed. That's a joke. <laughs> Amen. All right, we're done. So this is what we're going to do. You know, we always have a little bit of homework. Right? So this is what we're going to be doing this week. I hope y'all uh, implemented the homework from last week. Amen. Hallelujah. So as you're out, 
you know, you can go to McDonald's, go to Starbucks, go to a restaurant, go somewhere with with a group or maybe a prayer partner, you know, two of you, okay? Have each person write down three things that the Holy Spirit shows you about the server and present it to your server in a non-religious way, okay? And just see what he see see how he responds, okay? So you just write down and say, "Hey man, hey, uh, here you go. I got something for you." And then you'll open it up. Now, if you're on point, you'll be like, oh, "How did you know?" And if you're not, you'll just walk away with it. But that's okay. Remember, this is all practice. This is all practice. This is all practice. Practice makes perfect. See, this is what beta mentoring, this is what this is. It's a platform to where you can exercise the gifts that is in you, that you can miss it, you can fumble it, you can screw it all up and know that we love you enough just to say, okay, that's all right. Let's keep going. We're going to get it. Amen. Because see, you're not going to go outside and do these type of things until you have enough confidence in yourself that, yes, this is God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to open it up. Amen. If there's any questions or anything that anyone may have, this is your opportunity. Now, listen, again, please don't let fear keep you from asking the question. If there's a prophetic word or something, the spirit of the Lord is speaking to you, release that as well. If you have a testimony, release that as well. If you are in need of prayer. Please let us know that as well. We are all family here and we want everyone to receive what God has for them. The floor is open. Don't everyone speak at once. Anybody got anything to say? Did I do that good of a job? Lord. Yes. Hello. Amen. Hello. Hey, that sounds like my mama right there. It is. How you doing? I think that's a very, very smart idea about going out to a restaurant and, uh, Checking out several people and uh, expressing how you feel in a godly manner. I've been to several restaurants and you see people, you get good service and you might get bad service and you want to give advice, but you won't say anything because you're in fear or you're afraid of what kind of feedback you might get. Uh, but you'll never know if you don't try. That's you got to start somewhere. That's it. You got to start somewhere. So I just want to say, that's a good point right there. Amen. Amen. We love you, Mom. We love you. Love you, too. Amen. All right. We thank thank the Lord for our mom. That's my mother-in-law, but she's my mom. She's my age boom boom. She's on my side. (laughs) She's on my side. Amen. Glory be to God. All right, who's next? Anybody got anything else they'd like to say? Amen. Is there anyone who can need a prayer? Come on, y'all. Let's talk. This is not. Let's let's not be a. Uh, 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 what's that? What I say, babe? Uh, uh, a spectator. There it is. A spectator. We need participators. Come on, y'all. Who's next? Amen. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay, well, we're going to do this. We're going to go ahead and shut it down. We're going to shut it down. I just want to thank each and every person that has joined us on today. I see we got some people outside of the country. We got some people in the country, and we got some people around the country. And I just thank God for each and every one of you. Amen. Let's go ahead and pray out. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just give thanks, honor, and praise unto you. We thank you, Father God, for this lesson upon the word of knowledge, Lord. I pray that, hallelujah. I moved out the way, and your spirit just released everything that you had for him to release. And I pray that it went into fertile ground. It did not go in one ear and out of the other or fall to the ground, Father God. Let us not be just hearers but doers of the word. Help us to apply these things into our lives, Father God. 
God, that we may be able to be used by you to deliver words of knowledge to your people. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give God all the glory and all the praise. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. We thank each and every person for coming on. Remember, y'all, we'll be back here on Sunday for Men's Measures of a Man. Until then, walk by faith, not by sight. We love you. God bless you. God bless you.